0: You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, holding in my hand. The agreement for the growth summit, 2024, Chicago guys i have signed it. You're looking at it. It's signed, sealed, delivered, paid. Deposits are in joined by Randy Inkston. What's up? Buddy? <laughs> How, How are we doing? doing? <laughs> I'll be there too. Oh, you'll be there. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll, That's cool. I'll, I'll
1: take the day. Uh, well, no, I'll, I'll take the day on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, guys, if you want in on the growth summit, growth summit, We have a URL up right now. You can, uh, Opt in, get the information, I don't know if there'll be tickets by the time this come out, but uh literally just signed it yesterday. wanted to share it with you on this podcast today uh you're the first to know, there you're you the first to know, so exciting stuff um just always always leveling up that uh growth summit. It's our sixth annual one um I, I said the last three ones I'd never do another one, and I just <laughs> keep doing them I'm glutton for punishment, but uh I'm excited, man, I mean. Never done one in Chicago, in Nashville, that's your home. I'm going home. You know what's cool about Chicago is we have a lot of Iron circle members in that Midwest yeah. kind of area, Chicago, uh, Rockford, uh, Missouri, all over, you know, there's several in that area. And I mean, there's a ton of gyms in Chicago. Cute. Yeah. Massive.
1: Yeah. Well, there's a big need, you know, Midwest. <laughs> Midwest. <I> mean, <laughs> to be honest, I, uh, you know, I spent, well, how old was I? I was 21 when I moved out here. So yeah. It's uh a big sausage and cheese, uh Sausage you know? and pizza, deep dish, Illuminati's. Oh. Yeah. Oh uh, Yeah, never is I love it. It that bites me back. Yeah. But uh I'll uh I'll let other people eat the pizza. So excited <laughs> excited
0: about that. Go check out Gross Summit Chicago dot com. Exciting times, uh the sixth annual. All right, so this episode guys, we're calling it the point of no return. And really this this thing, this this equilibrium point happens later on in your Yeah. Gym owner career. This isn't anything that I would have ever thought of. It didn't even cross my mind early in the game, even the first 10 years. Like it just doesn't make any sense. Why, how can you not continue to grow? Doesn't it just go up into the right forever? Isn't the graph always up into the right? No, there's a point in every gym, no matter what the model is, especially in the large group model, I would say because of the numbers. And I'm going to explain that here in a second. That, you just don't grow anymore. Sure. You hit a ceiling. And whatever that number is, it, it really has to do a lot with how much you're spending on marketing and what is a normal sign up for you. Do you normally sign up 10? Do you normally sign up 15? Per month. Per month. Do you normally sign up 20, 5, 7, 17? Whatever that number is, that that's, that's becomes the number that you need to be focused on. And why do I say that? Because let's just say in the game of attrition, you're going to lose people in your gym, right? People move, die, lose their jobs, get married, change gyms, whatever. They just lose motivation. They quit your gym. You can't prevent attrition from happening. Yeah. It's, going to, it's, it's a constant in your business. And you know, the more members you end up getting or having, the more members you end up losing yeah. because it's a percentage mm-hmm. of the total. So let's just use easy numbers and say, hey, you have a 5% attrition, which I would say is is average. It's a C-ish. If you can get lower than five and get 4, 3, 2, you're in really good shape. But let's just say it's five. And you have 100 members, you're losing five every month. That's just a simple math equation. If you have 200 members, you're losing 10 every month. If you have 250 members, you're losing 12 and a half or 13 members every month. And the question becomes is like how much are we spending on marketing and how many members are we getting every month? Let's just say you have an acquisition cost of $300 and you're signing up 10 members a month. You're spending $3,000 a month. And you're, let's just say for sake of example, you get to a point where you have 200 members and you've been spending $3,000 a month and that's just what you spend. And that just, you get your Mm -hmm. 10 members at $300 acquisition. And then there comes a point where you sign up 10, you lose 10. You sign up 11, you lose 12. You sign up 12, you lose 10. You sign up 14, you lose 13. And it just never, you never get ahead. You never get ahead Yeah. because you're only spending X, right? You're spending that 3,000. If you were to double that, for example, and you spent 6,000 and you kept the acquisition cost the same, yes, you could outpace your attrition, in this example, by 10 members, sure. but guess what happens? Now you have 210 members and, or 260 members, 270 members. And every time you grow that top line, you're losing more members. And unless your marketing outpaces your attrition or that you're willing to spend that, you're never, you're going to get to a point where you're constantly signing up the same amount of people you're losing. Sure. And it's ha- it's happened here a million times where we'll, we'll just be like, man, what's going on. Right? Like years ago, sure. it, like we're signing up 12 lose 12, sign up 12, lose 12, sign up 12, lose 12 and, and you, just like, like, you,
1: you feel like it's going to be a great month when you look at the sales and then mm-hmm. month, o- you know, at the end of the month, you're like, what the hell happened?
0: What the hell happened yeah. in most gyms, unless you are, are, first in the math of marketing lessons that we teach in the return on ad spend, you're afraid to spend more mm-hmm. on marketing. And you get the 10 members and you feel like that's a good month, like you said, and then, but you lose 12. It's like, what are we doing here? So there, there comes a point where there is a point of no return. Nobody ever talks about it. It mm-hmm. just, it's the, that's the matter of what it is. So how do we break through, the plateau? How do we break through the equilibrium? There's several ways to do it. But if you look at how do you make more money in your gym, there's only three ways, more yeah, members, I was gonna say more that, members. That,
1: that was the uh, how to make more money breakthrough, not how to acquire more members necessarily. Yeah. Correct.
0: Oh, correct. Yeah. How do you break through the revenue? Yeah. There right? we go. Like maybe you just decided like, Hey, I'm going to stay around 200. Like it's going to be 195 to 205, 207, 193. It's just going to bounce around. Sure. That 200 mark. Let's just say that's your number. Well, you could either be one, be satisfied. Like that's it. Here we are. We're going to just keep the business as is. And we're going only going to make this amount of money from this business. And there's going to be people out there that you
1: just need to accept that. I think there's a lot of people that get to that point that either are unaware that they're doing that yeah. or they've, they don't know what. To do, in order order to do in order to, to increase revenue past.
0: Okay. So let's talk about what you can do if you're unsatisfied with the revenue, you realize your member numbers aren't going to change yep. just cause you're going to spend X and you're going to, unless you less, again, you could outspend it. Sure. You could outspend attrition. And I do recommend that, especially if you're getting return on your ad spend, like, of course, you're going to out. you should ask, you should outspend it. But let's just say you don't, and you're at this 200 number and you're not satisfied. You want more money. There's only three ways. Number one is more clients we just talked about. You're not going to do that. It's just, you're going to lose more. You're going to bring in the same amount of people. Number two, you can charge more. You Mm -hmm. can charge more to your current members and do a global price raise, or you can charge more for the new members uh, or both or, or a combination or some of the ones that have been here longer than two years. You raise them, the people under two years, you don't like, there's a million ways to do it. Sure. Uh, Or number three, you could sell your current members more things, Uh, nutrition programs, an upgrade to a high ticket transformation program, supplements. It's nominal. Yeah. It's nominal. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, okay, what do we do then? Hey, are you a gym owner whose business is in full swing, pulling in at least steady 30 K or more per month? And now you're ready to ask yourself, what is next? Well, The Iron Circle is ready to show you that path forward. As a part of our exclusive community, you'll be surrounded by like-minded, success-driven gym owners just like you who are taking their businesses to the next level. Visit our website, ironcircle.net, to apply to be a part of the next Iron Circle group and let us turn your successful gym into a thriving fitness legacy. All right, let's get back to the show. Um, One of the best things you can do especially if you're in a large group model, you can switch your model to a semi-private training and immediately reap the rewards immediately, tri- double, triple, four X your revenue with less people or the same or, or more. It doesn't, I mean, it just depends on how well you do it. Mm-hmm. You can switch to semi-private. Like to me, it's the best of all worlds. You get more bang for your buck. You can leverage your coaches. It's a better product. You get better results a different client. So now if you've been tapping into this large group market for so long and you dried up that well, guess what, there's a whole nother well over here that you haven't even tapped into for semi-private.
1: Training. And if those people have been in your business for some period of time, they're also probably benefiting <coughs> from the, the new style of training themselves.
0: Correct, if they, sw- if they stick around with you for mm-hmm. the, through the changes and they end up going to semi-private, yeah, they're gonna get better results too. And they're paying more. So that, that goes into the charging more aspect of it. Um, but other than those couple things, that's it. You're yeah. gonna, you you either have to accept that we're gonna sign up 12, lose 12 every month. And if we're not willing to change rates, and if we're not willing to change your model, then you have to be willing to be, okay, this is all we're gonna squeeze out of this lemon here. This, yeah. The juice is this is it. We're, we're, we're draining what we can out of this. And you as a gym owner, one that has time invested in the opportunity, you have to make a decision. Do I open up another location? Do I do something else with my time? Do I try to cut expenses to try to like squeeze a little bit more margin out of here? Yeah. Or you are what you are at that point. Like, that's it
1: yeah you're kind of stuck you know you nailed it too i mean i like the fact that you brought up the i mean obviously we've talked our mission is to help gym owners win not just grow gyms and so when you do get to a point i mean i think left right forward you should then start considering okay here's top line revenue here's what i'm what the gym is earning what can i do within those four walls can i look at the business can i Tighten some things up. Can I hone it in? Can I drive one area that's really, you know, successful and make that a little bit more impactful in order to watch your net revenue increase or, you know, increase that owner benefit, if you may. Um, Something that's been top of mind lately, we've talked, we always talk about, Well, I think on our trip, we were talking about, uh, you know, the value of a gym, you know, when somebody's going to turn around and want to sell that business. If you're at that point, you probably have a desirable you should have a desirable business for somebody to come along and consider purchasing. But if the owner benefits not there, Mm -hmm. if the net revenue isn't there, if you're taking in what you're putting out every month, it's not a desirable business. So left, right forward, before you consider a second location, before you consider maybe pulling capital out and putting it into a different business or whatever it may be, or even just continuing down that path, there is some things that you can do to increase your, you know, owner take home, um, you know just the net profits of the business within uh but i think that should be kind of step one once you do get to a point like that is just you know look at look at what you still can manage within the four walls yeah. Eat without having to go add more people or do a global rate change or something along those lines
0: yeah and that's a whole nother episode is is the valuations of gyms i've been deep in that world for a couple months now yeah. and really looking at numbers and, and trying to understand how do you get the most value for your location yeah because there's definitely an equation here, and it comes down to guys. And spoiler, it's it's owner benefit. Yep, owner benefit. And it's like, what is the owner benefiting from the operation? And then on top of that, there's multiples for time invested for the owner. Absentee owners get a different one, and it's a whole nother uh, model. But here you are. You're in your gym. You're looking at your numbers. You can't. You you you're basically. At a point where you're just not growing anymore. Now, a couple things internally you could look at is, is every hour of the day being used. There you go. You may not have any sessions during specific hours. You could open up those slots, people then spread out, opens up other time slots, and then you can put more people in. However, the attrition's still gonna live there. You're Mm -hmm. always gonna have this two to hell, I mean, I've even seen 10% yeah. attrition. Like there's always going to be attrition. So whatever that number is for you, just by opening slots isn't going to solve the problem because you have to then, I mean, yeah, maybe you were at capacity before and you couldn't, couldn't take any more hours or any clients in on these sessions because you were full. You open up more hours, more days, maybe an afternoon here, a weekend morning there or whatever. And now people kind of filter into those other new time slots. You have more openings. But that means you can put more people in, which means you're going to lose more people. So There's, unless you are going to outspend your attrition, like we spoke about, then you're just kind of back in the same point. Mm-hmm. Now you have less capacity issues, but same amount of revenue. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe less. Maybe, revenue, I was just going to say maybe now you have more you, hours. You've uh,
1: expanded your your hours of operation, which means you're paying somebody to be there to train. Yeah, that you're yeah. not you're not making up the difference necessarily.
0: Every lever you pull has a an equal and, and uh, like another repercussion that could happen sure. out behind it right so yep. like if you pull the lever of opening of sessions yeah your your payroll goes up your net profit goes down yep or what do you want so i think i think this episode's more for the gym owner that's kind of looking at their numbers and you're not seeing growth maybe you've you've been two years stagnant three years stagnant and you start looking at your members in members out in understanding your, your dues in dues out, Delta changes and all that stuff. And you're like, man, this is, this is it. This is it. And it, and it may be it. Sure. And that's the tough reality. Like there is no more growth
1: and, and that's in your a, current model. It's a reality of a business. I mean, we don't have, I mean, without getting into the hybrids or the online models, or where you're taking away the locality of your business, you know, know what the I mean? Limitation but when, you, when, of you, when, you, that, when yeah. you run a brick and mortar, yeah, you get to a point where you your markets tapped. I don't say tapped. I mean, people come and go in your market. You you should have some incremental growth opportunity, but it's not the same as unlimited growth potential like other industries and other businesses have. Right. And th- to your point, like it has to be a real understanding. And at some point, maybe you just have to stop slamming your head against the wall and hoping something you know changes because yeah, it might just not be there.
0: Yeah, I mean, let's just say you're sitting at that 200 or 250 number. Again, we're just using it as an example. You're not seeing growth. You you could change your focus into operational effectiveness. Yep. How much better can we be inside of this? How much can we scrape out of subscriptions, and how can we peel out of expenses? And now you've got like a a optimized version of it was, but maybe you're just you're making like a couple percentage more here less time there, you do things more efficiently here, people are happier, uh, the experience is better, doesn't mean more revenue, but it means it's a better operation, it's more sellable,
1: it's yeah. appealing, right? And I guess, I mean, we've brought it up a couple of times, like this say, the sale of the business, you know, like is that the goal? Is Is it just getting to a point where maybe the owner is then not in the operation and this is just a cash cow for them in a way? Um, you know, those are all different individual desires that each of you owners might have different, you know, and, and, and you have to be real, on what you do desire from your business. And you should start this obviously long before you get to this point. Like if you're opening the business, it's a great time to think about what you want. Sure,
0: Hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful, but remember you are not alone.
1: But uh, getting to that point, if it if it does slap you one day, and you just realize, like, oh my god, like this might just be it—groundhog's day every day. It and it, it and it might be. And then, unfortunately, you know, like as an entrepreneur, the progression, the growth, is kind of what gets us going every day, right? And so, if you find yourself in that position, then you all like, I can imagine it really like be unsettling for gym owners to to just look at their business one day and go, oh my god, like this is all it's ever gonna you know, create well, for me. Well,
0: you, yes. And that's the reason that for this episode. Yeah, I was working with an Iron Circle member that um, has seen exponential growth since joining the Iron Circle. I'm talking doing uh, revenue numbers in the 360s to moving to the 550s and last year doing in the 750s and this year going to be low nines, high eights, but- there is going to be a point of no return for every gym, And you know, it's not for them right now because they've got lots of openings. They could take on more people. They're not, you know, they've got good attrition numbers. It's just what it is. They, they have a lot of room for growth, a lot of room for growth. They got price increases. We talked about a couple of that, those items. But eventually they're going to, let's just say they get to one, 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 two, one, two, five. And then it's like two years in a row, one, two, five, one, two, two, it's just like, okay, that's, that's the ceiling. Um, I I don't. There's chatter about two million dollar gyms. You know, there's chatter. I, I don't. I don't know if I've seen it. Um, I'd like to see it. I'd like to look behind the curtain. If not I,
1: give give some. I mean, there's definitely gyms that do more than two million. But give some context of the oh, type of. You know what I mean? Like, what yeah. kind of gym are we talking about here? Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Good yeah. Good point. It's uh, training gyms. It's micro gyms. Training gyms. You know, not big box, basic access gyms. I'm talking. Studios micro gyms training facilities
1: two hundred member ish somewhere around two hundred to hundred—not a member. ten thousand member yeah
0: yeah, yeah. plan of fitnesses no I'm not talking about that there's definitely gyms that do two million plus five million whatever it is I'm talking in our world sure independent mom and pop you know training gym so i've I've heard chatter of two million i I'm yet to see proof of this it's just talk it's yeah. just in one year out the other um I've seen a couple million dollar gyms, not many, uh, but I've definitely seen a ton of $500,000 gyms, tons of six hundred, seven dollars 700000 gyms. Yeah. Um, but again, there's gonna be that 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 tipping point. Like it's just an equilibrium is what it is. And it, and it comes down to member count. It's what it is. It's like I spend four, five, $7,000 a month for the last three years and I make, and I get, I sign up this many members and I lose this many members.
1: Well, do you think some of that goes back to, you know, the Dunbar number? 150 people is what they say you can personally, as an individual, keep about 150 relationships. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you think that that spills into the business, you know, to some degree? Is it, is it <clears throat> square footage? You know what I mean? Like if you, let's say somebody had a 12,000 square foot, Mike, this is like a little oxymoron, but you know, you had a large footprint personal training gym. Yeah. You know, is it, do, we f- do you feel that you could maintain maybe 400 members and something like that, or is that just kind of too... No, nah, you can.
0: You can. You, you'd have to have more staff. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you'd have to have yeah. more coaches and probably another layers of, of middle management, but uh, it's all doable. Mm-hmm. It's all doable. But I even
1: mean. at that, the, it, it, you're not going to... Let's just say you doubled your footprint, your training opportunities, things like that. The expenses go with that too. You know what I mean? So, and in, in probably to a greater... You're probably not doubling your net net.
0: Well, it, it it makes more sense to me to have a second smaller location than one bigger location. It's, it's just by radius of population yep. alone. Let me let me have a five mile radius over here, and a five mile radius five miles away, and they're just tapping each other, right? The the, the radiuses. Mm-hmm. Now you have two different markets. Sure. Versus a 10,000 square foot place here with the same five mile radius, so the same f- five miles of people there. Like mm-hmm. that, that doesn't, it makes way more sense to have separate locations. Assuming they're both good. You could have a crappy one and a good one, but like, why would you do that? If you have the choice, right? yeah, let's, let's sure. choose, let's choose the uh, demos that, uh, that make the most sense. So. You know, there's all these things that go into it. So if you're, you know, like if you're at that equilibrium point, does expanding your business at your current at your current location make more sense, or does it? Yeah, hey, let's, let me just do a remote another one over here. That probably the other one makes more sense. The yeah. second one. Yeah. Now there's economies of scale within your current location where you're not paying additional rent or square footage, or or you've got your systems already running that operation. You're not having to buy new software and there's economies of scale within the one location than having two or three or four. Yeah. But for talking about member of, you know, the, the potential, potential. the potential yeah. of revenue, it's going to be at the, it's going to be at the second. Well, level. you just hit,
1: you hit a couple of pros and cons for both of those. Yeah. One, one also is just operational capacity. I mean, you as a gym owner, you know, what is your level of engagement in one location? Can you even like, are you completely out of this operation where you can go divulge, you know, ho- open up 100% of your time to yeah. get that one off the ground, carry those systems over, find staff. I mean, there are definitely pros and cons to all of it. And I think maybe m- more top level on the show is like, what is, what is, as a gym owner, what do you want out of the business? Yeah, what do you, want? you know what I mean?
0: If if, if it's me and guys, I, I mean, I've said this a million times, I don't think another gym is the right vehicle. I, I'm I'm putting my money in real estate or other business opportunities that can provide an exponential amount more in return than the, the, than what a gym can. Mm-hmm. A gym's going to make X It's just what it is. But like real estate, I think I've, I've said this story a million times. Yeah. I caught the the timing on that property. Right. But like I made 10 times more profit in the same amount of time it would take me 10 years Yep. In, in having a gym than what I did in 18 months over there. You know what I mean? It's yep. like, that doesn't make sense.
1: Well, it's a journey of an entrepreneur, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, when when you are able to acquire some capital and it's about leveraging capital. And it, as you get to a point where you start to realize the importance of what that return looks like, you know what I mean? When you're battling and you're building one business and you don't really always have the luxury of saying, oh, I wish I was getting more out of this business. But when you've got a working, at, like an asset like, or cash, now you get to pick and choose. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So not that, you know, it.
0: so I guess the point of this episode really is a little bit for that veteran gym owner that's been in the seat 10 years, that's starting to look at, you know, the numbers and it's not changing much, or, or maybe you see the writing on the wall. It's going to get to a certain point. It's going to, it's going to stop. What do I do? And we, we've given you a bunch of different yeah. opportunities here.
1: Just, I think the, before any of you make those decisions, be prepared. You know, because again, as an entrepreneur, we've seen it a million times when you get into a position or somebody's gotten into a position where the growth isn't matching what they've done before. And now they're complacent, not to complacent, they're um, resentful, right? You don't want to get to a point of resenting your business, knowing like, oh, I'm not getting the growth. Even though the number's there, it's not growing at the rate that you've seen in the past and therefore you look at it yeah, differently you and you, be
0: careful. Yeah. I mean, you gotta protect, protect yeah. it.
1: Yeah. Set those expectations for yourself, protect the, the belief and the mindset and what you want out of that business and what it's capable of doing for you in the end.
0: Correct. Correct. Well, listen, guys, hopefully that helps you. It just kind of puts things in perspective and, uh, you know, like, listen, you know, we're here to help you. Um, hopefully I think this episode is probably gonna get some wheels turning. What do you want? Right. This is your, life. This is what here, Jim, you know, you did this for a reason. What
1: and, is it? And the, and the reason that we have the iron circle is for that conversation for that gym owner. Yes. We're not, 100%. you know, our coaching program is, is designed to get you the systems of the business that can get you to that point. But the, what comes next, that's the conversation that we have over in the Iron Circle.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And I'll see those guys this week. Yeah. So that's it for this episode, guys. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, a review would be amazing if you have that time on your hands. And that's it for this one. Keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. All right. And thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals.